Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 67 of Extreme Evo Cast, an all purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. And just like every other episode of this podcast, I'm going to start with a an explanation for an accusation that literally nobody made. I know what you're going to say. Lily, you said last time that you would talk about Pokemon Evolution. I know. I'm not doing it. Because, and listen, I think I think my explanation will be good this time. I think you'll you'll approve of it. Um, it's that there was a random, completely random news announced for both Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus, just like completely randomly for no reason. I mean, like we did have a Nintendo Direct a couple days ago, but. There was like th- uh, no, I went like nobody was expecting just like random news, and I, I mean I certainly wasn't. I was waiting for the f- you know for that night to watch the the new Pokemon Evolutions and and watch it so I could talk about it, uh, and then they just dropped this. And come on, there's no way that I can't talk about this. And and I, you know I want to sort of dedicate um, more more time to Pokemon Evolutions uh, because I know that it's going to be a lot like Twilight Wings and I really enjoyed talking about Twilight Wings. So next episode, I promise you, 100% promise. If, if you if, if I break this promise, you have my permission to go into like my DMs and yell at me for it. I will talk about both Secrets of the Jungle and evolutions maybe not the both of the episodes of pokemon evolutions because i know there's going to be the second one coming out soon um probably just the first one but i will talk about evolutions and i will also talk about secrets of the jungle i'll do sort of a joint thing but for today i want to focus on the new stuff that's coming out with um with 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 bdsp and legends arceus because we got a lot of just like new stuff out of completely nowhere um, and I, I'm really, really excited about it. But, of course, before we get into that, we have to talk about some of the, you know, some of the may- maybe less exciting stuff right, right, you know, right off the bat. But trust me, everything about Pokemon is exciting. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't think so. Uh, first of all, Pokemon Go has pretty much nothing. Uh, of course i mean like you know there's some there's some random stuff there's always updates coming out for these games like masters and cafe remakes and pokemon go i only want to talk about the important things like the oshawott community day that just happened uh i mean you know in retrospect not super important considering it's not like it's happening it's it's over um but i hope everyone who who went out and and uh, had a chance to find some shiny oshawats did i uh it was it was actually a pretty popular one in my server people some people posted about it i'm pretty sure um other than that we really don't know uh anything else about the next community day no uh, no reveal no you know we don't know what pokemon it is we don't know uh when it's going to be uh, nothing like that and and really that's like the only thing for pokemon go this week though the the big the big one this uh this time around is pokemon unite there is so much oh my god there is so much to talk about with pokemon unite um mamoswine is coming out tomorrow on the 29th as far as i can tell um excited to see him there was a trailer for the mobile version of the game 
that showed Sylveon. So obviously we we know Sylveon's coming soon, but you know it's sort of more like they haven't forgotten about her. <laughs> um, and like a billion Hollowware, like so many Hollowware. Hold on, I need to. I want to actually find uh, like all of them because good lord, there's so many to go over. Okay, uh, here it is. Oh my god. So, first of all, I want to preface this and say that they've added a, like, Pokemon Unite style purple and orange for pretty much every Pokemon. Snorlax, uh, I say pretty much everyone, and, like, there was, like, five in a row with none. Eldegoss got one, Pikachu, uh, Charizard got one. Talonflame, uh, you know, they just have like a purple and an orange headband on them on with like a like a like a shirt, <laughs> you know, it's it's like the default trainer uh, skin. But the big ones come with 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 some of the new some of the new updates that are coming out. Charizard is getting a captain style. He has like a cute little tricorn with like a like a super like, you know, like a like an old American uniform. Um, there's Pikachu with a fashionable style, a cute little vest with like a, like a summer hat on. Um, there is Gengar space style, who is in like a astronaut costume. It's insane. Uh, this is actually the, um, the battle pass season two final reward. I'm pretty sure. Um, Snorlax has, nope, nothing new. Who am I? Who am I missing? Oh, Garchomp has like a detective outfit. Um, Eldegoss has a fashionable style as well, with some pretty bows on her on her on her thing. I'm pretty sure that's it. It seemed. Listen, it seemed like a lot when I was going through it because I was really excited about it. But oh, uh, Venusaur has a suit style. There's a there's a there's a, a snazzy one for Venusaur. I mean, like you know compared to the when like the game came out and like two pokemon had really good costumes this is a good step up it seems like they're going to be adding new costumes like all the time which is which is really exciting i mean like the game's been out for not even like two months now and it's or maybe a little more than that but like there's uh, they've already added like legendary quote-unquote costumes for like five pokemon which is which is nice i'm hoping that everyone will get one at some point you know gengar got a new one for the battle pass and Good, good times all around. I'm very, very excited to 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 think what what will happen. Um, other than that, though, nothing else really for Pokemon Unite. Obviously, like I said, um, Mamoswine is coming out. Oh, that's right. Uh, Ninetales is also getting a Hollowware. It's not out yet. It's not on this. It's not on the on the Cerebi page for the Hollowware. But uh, there was a like a little teaser trailer announced for. Nine tails with her with her cute little outfit on. Uh, let me take a look at this. Where is it? There it is. Um, next Hollowware will be released for Lola Nine Tails on Friday, October first. So like in like three days, two days. Um, it is called. I just I just lost it. It's called Premium Sacred Style. Um, and it is like a it's like a kimono. I think I can't really see from the picture. It's a really small picture. Hold on, let me see if I can. Okay, yeah, it's like a kimono, with like bracelets and 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 cool like wrappings around her tail. Pretty nice. First hollow wear that Nantel's is getting. So 
Good. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't think there's any Pokemon right now. Uh, I was going to say that I don't, th- I don't think there's any Pokemon with any uh, Hollowware, but where, where's my Cramorant Hollowware? There's no Cramorant Hollowware. Pretty sure every Pokemon has Hollowware except for Cramorant and Wigglytuff, I guess. Wigglytuff also doesn't have one, but come on. Even like the new Blastoise got one. Where's my Cramorant Hollowware? And Wigglytuff, I guess, also deserves some. But come on. It's fine. I'm happy Ninetales is getting... I'm not salty. I'm happy Ninetales is getting a, a cool Hollowware. But I'm waiting. Game Freak. I'm waiting for, for my Cramorant Hollowware. Next. Pokemon Masters EX. Uh, is get, It has a new release for the villain arc remember that remember we talked about this like two episodes ago maybe it was it's like giovanni's doing a thing he's evil in this one again um who would have guessed but he let me see this there was like there was actually a trailer for it um which seems to be completely missing off of the off the face of the earth i could have sworn it was like right here um but Thank God I wrote down notes. Uh, Giovanni can mega evolve his Mewtwo during the Spreading Shadows event, which is the, um, which is the the, you know, the next event in the villain arc, uh, which is like the next huge like main story for um for Pokemon Masters, as well as Cygna Suit Misty and Vaporeon, and Cygna Suit Erica and Leafeon. So there's like more cute alternate costumes for these characters which is very exciting and that's it (laughs) i mean we still have some merch but uh like in terms of news there's really not much going on other than of course like the huge amount of news for the for the two big games that are coming out it's really not nothing too crazy is happening like nothing for pokemon go nothing really for for like masters literally like nothing for cafe makes i mean obviously like i said there's always stuff going on in these games but i don't have the energy to cover literally every single thing so you'll just have to trust me obviously you can go to therapy.net uh which is where i get most of my information uh on pretty much everything uh for this for this podcast other than a couple of other things that i do myself but therapy.net is a huge place uh for getting information about about Pokemon and even obscure games like Cafe Mix and, and things like that, you can get every little detail there is about it. So, of course, you know, thank you, Cerebi, for not sponsoring this podcast, but giving me all the information I need to do this podcast. So, again, if you want to if you wanna check out some of the more obscure stuff that I don't cover on here, you can check out Cerebi or any other, you know, place that might post Pokemon news. I'm just here to, to talk about the, the important stuff. Now, I have a plethora of merch for you today, and a plethora of plentiful plushies, but that's that's in a second. For merch, we, we, have, uh, we didn't cover merch last time, but there really isn't that much uh, on the agenda. First of all, we have another, and the, probably the most exciting and, and honestly the most consistent thing maybe talked about on this podcast, other than random Pokemon of the week, is the Pikachu moods. Do you remember those? We talked with they've been a staple of this podcast. And the next the next one in this riveting line of Pikachu figures is scared. <laughs> Spooked. He's terrified. It's almost Halloween. What a perfect time to to release these. And like <laughs> 
So he's getting he's getting spooked by like a, a mime junior Jack in the Box, and he has the most expressive face I think I've ever seen a Pikachu make in my life. He like he looks like he's literally just seen someone die. Which I mean, like, listen, Pikachu, I hate Jack in the I like I hate clowns. You know, obviously, I like Jack in the Boxes are scary, but man, he like I like it. Genuinely, though, it's one of the most expressive, uh, like expressive Pikachu moods figured that I've seen so far. It's really, it's really good. I really actually like this one a lot. But all that matters is that we got another one. We got another one for the, uh, for the collection, for the Pikachu moods collection. It's only 15 bucks. We have Mimikyu and Gengar light box, wall light boxes. So they're like, they're like, you know, things you hang on the wall and they light up and they're shaped like Mimikyu and Gengar, which they're not sold out. I'm kind of surprised that they're not sold out. No, Pikachu Moods is sold out. Oh, no. Well, well I'm sorry for hyping it up so much. Well, it's okay. You can still get the, the, the Pokemon Accent Mimikyu wall light box and Gengar wall light box. And for the merch, finally, we have, um, remember those rings, like the Mew one and the Lucario one, the Riolu one, all those ones. Well, there's Pikachu ones now, uh, Pikachu and, uh, Pichu. I'm trying to find them. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the Japanese company, U Treasure has created Pikachu and Pichu rings, which will go on sale in Japan. So they're, um, they're cute. They're they're like exactly like the Lucario and Mew ones that I that I've talked about before, but they have Pikachu and Pichu on them. And they're uh, I believe that they are maybe in different like materials, like rose gold and bronze and silver. Uh, but the one picture here is showing them in gold. Now, for the reason why you all come to listen to this to this the merch section, not I mean not not because you know it's it's sort of smack dab in the middle of this podcast. Definitely the reason why you come to listen to it. The plushies. And we have a lot of them. A plentiful amount of them, if you will. Uh, and, I mean, I say that because it's the name of the you know, of the thing. We only have two. <laughs> which which is upsetting. There really, you know, there really wasn't that much uh, in terms of plushies today. But, t- trust me, they're going to blow your socks off. The ones that we do have. Uh, first of all, we have a massive Arcanine. I'm just going to sort of throw that out right now. A huge Arcanine. Um, I'm t- hold on, I'm trying to find the, the original post for it on the Twitter account of Pokey Jungle. Here it is. Um, there is, it's a half scale Arcanine. It is 60 inches and is $449. Um, so half scale, meaning it's, 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 um, you know, half the size of an Arcanine. Um, it's available in the U.S. and Canadian Pokemon Center online, but it's not available yet, apparently, according to Pokemon. Yeah, okay, it's, it's for pre-order. You can pre-order this thing. Um, Jesus, it's huge. You can lay on it. It's like having a real dog in your home, but it's, but it's, it's it's an arcanine it's huge it's bigger than like most dogs this is insane i like i i wish i had money to spend because i would buy this literally in a heartbeat 
Like, if you just want this big dog sitting in your home, you probably wouldn't even, like, want to lay on it. You could treat this like your, like your dog. You could just be laying there, you know? So you could have someone come over to your house and then be like, oh, you got a new dog? And they, they turn around, or, you know, they walk over to it. And it's, a, it's just an Arcanine plushie. And you're like, yeah, it's my dog, Arcanine. And finally, uh, we have some Halloween Pokemon plushies, which are available in the U.S. and Canadian Pokemon Center online. Um, they're, it's a wide variety. They always do these. They always make like super complex and like high quality Halloween plushies for like no reason. I mean, they're cute. Don't get me wrong, but like all the time, every, every year, there's always a bunch of them. Uh, this time we have like Piplup eating a donut with like a Gengar sticker on it. Pikachu holding a mail, like an envelope with like a Pikachu hat with a ghost on it of Pikachu. That's a little messed up. Pikachu's wearing a hat with a with a ghost of himself on it. Uh, there's a witch score bunny with like an Easter egg basket. I'm a, I don't know if if Game Freak knows what Halloween is. You know this is this is the wrong holiday. Why is why is why is um why is Piplup eating a donut on Halloween? Why is Pikachu delivering a letter on Halloween? I don't understand. It's like they're doing they're doing things, but they just also so happen to be wearing Halloween costumes. Snorlax is just sleeping with a blanket on. He's got a little bow tie, I guess. Not really a Halloween costume per se. Um here's okay, here's a here's a good change. Uh Toxel has a little bag of candy that's a Halloween related. Um Driftblim has a top hat. These are all the plushies that are available, by the way. Litwick has a little balloon, a little Pikachu balloon. And Dreepy has, like, a little party hat on. I don't know if a party hat is really what you would... I mean, like, these aren't costumes. They're just dressed in clothes that are vaguely Halloween-shaped. I mean, I guess I can't really complain. They're cute. But, like, I wouldn't call these Halloween. Like, I guess it's fall-related. And they're kind of spooky. But you know, not to be not to be a, a stickler on the definition of Halloween in like Pokemon plushies, but I mean like you know, no costumes. There's no costumes here. They're all just like dre- like they're dressed for the spooky season. But there's no costumes. Isn't that what Halloween is all about? Maybe maybe not in the Pokemon world, I suppose. And now before we move on to the big stuff, we, of course, have to do everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every single episode. And I actually feel like because of the nature of this Pokemon's number, people might actually get it this time. People people might guess it. Um, 126 is, is, is this Pokemon. And I'm going to take the time while I let people think about it to apologize if my voice is getting really, like, hoarse. <clears throat> it's not like a horse Pokemon. That wasn't a joke. I'm like being genuine. My 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 voice is getting a little raspy. It's a little later in the day than usual. Um, so I apologize if if I feel if I sound a little gravelly. But anyway, I think that's enough time. It is Magmar, who is a fire type Pokemon introduced in Generation One. Puber in Japanese. I'm just gonna put it right out there. I'm not gonna make a comment about it. Boober. 
take take that as you will. Take this information as you will. Uh, it evolves from Magmi starting at level 30 and evolves into Magmortar when traded when holding a Magmarizer. Magmar uh, has the abilities Flame Body and Vital Spirit. It has a 75-25% male-female ratio. It is 4 foot 3 or 1.3 meters, 98.1 pounds or 44.5 kilograms. Uh, Magmar used to be one of my favorite Pokemon as a kid. I really, really liked it for, like, no reason. I just thought it was cool. It's, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those Pokemon... I mean, I was gonna say it's like Electabuzz. It's quite literally, like, the parallel to Electabuzz. But, you know, it, it's one of those Gen 1 Pokemon that, like, started out just, like, by itself. It got a pre-evolution, and then it got a later evolution. It's sort of, you know, it's a staple. It's a very well-known Pokemon, I would argue. With its, with its, its, you know, I'm just going to say it, it's butt-shaped head. We love it. I mean, it's based on something. In fact, I'm going to look this up right now, uh, <laughs> what it's based on. Magmar seems to be a combination of a booby or a duck. I guess that's why it's called Boober. With a mythical salamander of fire. However, the tail and the spikes on its back resemble those of an iguana. Overall, it is based on a Karura. Depicted in Japanese Hindu-Buddhist mythology is a bird-like, fire-breathing creature similar to how its counterpart Electabuzz is based on an Oni. Ah, see, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I feel like I did know that, but I didn't think about it. What is a Kuruda? Ah. It's a divine creature with a human torso and a bird-like head in Japanese mythology. Its name is a transliteration of Garuda, a race of enormously gigantic birds in Hinduism. So it's like a birdman. A birdman. Well, I mean, I could, I would consider, if there's any Pokemon to be considered a birdman, I think that uh, Magmar might be one of them. I mean, it literally has a duck bill. Um, anyway, let's, let's stop talking about it. Let's stop talking about what it's based on. Now that we know, so I can actually call it the correct thing, a Kuruda... Let's move on to uh, some of its... So we have, like, a lot of Pokedex entries. This is an OG, so we, we got lots of things to do, lots of things to talk about. Um, let's look at some trivia first off. Magmar and Electabuzz seem to be counterparts. Okay, we know this. You know, both evolve in a very similar way. First, first at level 30, and then after being traded... Both have the same gender ratio. They're both typically exclusive to one version of a pair of games. They both have similar status-inducing abilities in Flame Body and Static, as well as the same hidden ability, Vital Spirit. Since Generation 5, they also often learn similar moves at the same level. They even have the same special moves when purified in Pokemon XD, Follow Me and Cross Chop. Their evolutionary relatives were released in the same generation. Okay, you don't need to convince me anymore. (laughs) You know... It's like, you know, this is, the, the, yes, they're definitely related in some way. They're right after each other in the Pokedex. Um, enough, enough, enough about, like, etymology and, like, non-meta things. Let's learn what it's like in-universe. Its body always burns with an orange glow that enables it to hide perfectly among flames. Born in an active volcano. Do you remember that one episode of the anime? I like. I remember specifically. Um, <laughs> this episode of the, of the original anime. Uh, it's probably hold on. I can probably find it on the page. Um, I remember 
specifically like the battle between Ash's Charizard and the Magmar in the volcano. Very, very, very distinct memory of mine. Um, uh, in battle, Magmar blows out intensely hot flames from all over its body to intimidate its opponent. This Pokemon's fiery bursts create heat waves that ignite grass and trees in its surroundings. It moves frequently in hot areas. It can heal itself by dipping its wounds into lava. Dang. The fiery surface of its body gives off a wavering, rippling glare that is similar to the sun. Literally, all of these are different. <laughs> There's so many different Pokedex entries for Magmar. Um, found near the mouth of a volcano, this fire breather's body temperature is nearly 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit. That's so hot. That's, like, incredibly hot. Uh, it dislikes cold places, so it blows scorching flames to make the environment suitable for itself. When it breathes deeply, heat waves form around its body, making it hard to see see clearly. There's so many things. Uh, you know, we get it. It's a fire type Pokemon. It, you know, like I, I mean, you know, not to not to discredit Magmar. It's a cool Pokemon, but I think I think we get it. I think we understand. It's hot. It burns things, and it 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 does fire stuff. I don't, you know, I don't know really, I, what else is there to learn. Though, because we do have a Generation 1 Pokemon, we can look at its uh, Mystery Dungeon quotes. Um, and here we go, again, with the, with the fire type. Come on. 51% to 100 HP. My body's real hot. Don't get burned. Uh, 26 to 25, or 26% to 50 HP. Ouch, ouch, ouch. My HP's already half gone. I don't know why I said that like I was, like, a bad actor on a on like a stage in high school but you know it's sort of the vibes i get from this and from quarter hp all the way down to one percent it's not looking good my fire's almost doused and on level up he says yes leveled up i'm bursting with firepower <laughs> it's like you know it's nothing special but it's it's cute i like magmar i like i I still like its design i said that i used to like it like i used to love it as a kid but like i still like this pokemon it's not bad um you know it's it's an og i think that i think that's sort of uh the most important thing about it it's very iconic magmar is like a perfect example of one of those pokemon that are like you wouldn't see someone talk about it who like doesn't know Pokemon very well. It's like so like someone who maybe only ever played like Gen 1 as a kid might not even know about Magmar's existence, but it's still like among Pokemon fans, it's a classic, you know? It's a it's a OG. This is an OG Pokemon, but only only for the people who like know about Pokemon. You know, it's no Pikachu, it's no Charizard. But it's still recognizable enough, you know. It's like it's like the perfect. It's like oh, someone mentions Magmar, and you're like, okay, this this guy knows knows his stuff about Pokemon. This guy knows what he's talking, at least a little bit, you know. It's no like like Mister Mime, like like someone someone who has never heard about Pokemon in their life really could like say you know could talk about Mister Mime and like fool someone thinking that they're a Pokemon fan. Magmar is like the perfect balance between that. Which is essentially my way of saying that it's a classic Pokemon, and it's good. You know, I love this Pokemon. I'm glad. I'm glad that I got a chance to talk about it today, um, and uh, like I'm actually really excited, looking forward to this. Um, 
We're going to do the shiny review. I think that's all I really have to say about this Pokemon. But its shiny form is so good. Like, oh my god. I love this one. Like, Magmar's shiny form is one of the best. Ever. Like, like, I I know that that's a hot take. Pun intended. But, like genuinely such a good shiny form <laughs> if you don't remember what what magmar's shiny form is um the yellow on its sort of you know fiery body becomes like a pink and the red on its body becomes more of like a muted kind of you know more of a pink i guess is it becomes very pinkish but like oh, i don't know the, the the combinations of colors the the way that it that they work together are so good. Uh, Magmortar is very similar. Magmortar has pretty much the same color scheme as Magmar, but like, oh, it's so good. It's such a good shiny. I'm like, I'm tempted. I'm. I, I don't think it's ten out of ten worthy. It's close. Magmar is probably one of the closest ones so far to getting to ten out of ten. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, simply because like, it's so good. It's a, it, like, in my opinion, this is, like, like I said, one of the best shiny forms, I think, out there. It's really, really solid. It's pretty. It's gorgeous. It's a, like, I love this color scheme. I love red and pink. I mean, you know, maybe I'm biased because I love pink so much, but, like, it's good. It looks, it's, it's, it's nice looking on the eye. It's a good color scheme. It doesn't clash. It, it fits. It's very, very, very nice. All right, Magmar, unfortunately, doesn't really have any relevance in, like, in competitive play. I would maybe talk about, um, like, Gen 1 competitive, <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't really have any experience with that, and plus, I don't even know if Magmar is good in Gen 1. Maybe maybe some of the notorious ones, like Chansey or Snorlax, I could, I could put in there, talk about the, how, you know, how prevalent they were, like, ever since they came out, um, but... I don't think, you know, Magmar, there's like no sets for it, really. It, it, it's not a competitive Pokemon. That's for Magmortar. So we're, we're going to skip the, uh, the, the Smogon section today. Okay. All right. It's time. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen the new trailers for um, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus, I always have to, to take a second to think about what bdsp stands for i'm not used to it yet but if you haven't watched the trailers for them i recommend going to watch them now or maybe watch alongside because i do i do sort of talk about them in the order that they are uh you know discussed because i I take notes on the on the videos themselves but we have some things The, the pokemon just like dropped these trailers out of absolutely nowhere with new information about the games new content um, you know, it's nothing like crazy. It's no, it's no like huge lore points or anything like that. It's sort of just like, hey, here's some new stuff and here's some new Pokemon. But I'm not complaining. It's it's good news. We have we have a lot of things to say today. So I'm gonna start with BDSP. Um, they revealed a lot of things that like a a good way of saying this is like things that people expected to come back plus more like um there's a there this this sort of little trailer for bdsp was very focused i think on showing things that people kind of knew were coming back but 
like they've added more to them. For example, um, we have Amity Square again, which good. I'm very happy about that. Um, but you can take up to six Pokemon in there with you. And I know, I know that sounds crazy, but you know, we already know that we're getting following Pokemon in this game. Um, so you can take, you can take your Pokemon into Amity Square. You can take six of them. They sort of just like travel around with you in like a line. Uh, it's, it's really cute. And, and again, another, another big thing returning is they can help you make Poffins, which, you know, it's, it's very, um, similar, I think to the camping or the, yeah, like the, the curry making in certain shield, you know, your Pokemon just sort of help you make Poffins and I assume they give you boosts and stuff, but good to know that Poffins are coming back. Um, the Poketch also returns. We, you know, uh, we learned this and, uh, if your Pokemon have hidden moves in your party, the Poketch can, you can tap the Poketch and, like, just use them on the field. So it's kind of like, you know how you would, like, you would go into your, into your party, or into your, like, your, you know, like your, 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 your party selection, and you would click on a Pokemon and it would sort of show its moves that you could learn, use outside of battle, sort of, like, highlighted. Um, it's like that. It's like a quick hotkey for your, your hidden moves, which, you know, good, great quality of life, always fantastic. Um, other than that, it, it, uh, like, I don't know if I am just sort of paranoid or like, not paranoid, what's the opposite of paranoid? <laughs> like I'm looking out for something that's like, that might not be there, but it's good. Um, the game looks better. Like, you know, a lot of people are very critical of the art style. It might just be me getting used to the art style, but the game looks good. I noticed, you know, sort of just in the trailer that, like, I didn't think it really looked all that bad from, you know, the angles they were showing us, the new towns and stuff that they showed. Like, they showed, like, Gardenia's new gym. She's got a new gym puzzle, and, like, a new, like it has, like, you know, the battles have, like, different like backgrounds for you know where you are like oh my god groundbreaking i know but like in the gyms and stuff too it's not just like a like a blank room you know or like a stadium it's like a specifically tailored background for that gym uh, which you know of course quality of life it's it, it's that's the biggest part but like just some general changes that i think are making the game look better and you know always always good um for that kind of content to be added to a game you know especially before it even comes out um yeah i mean like good you know the the bdsp trailer is definitely the least interesting of the two in my opinion but like new things are coming back things that were old things are coming back things we sort of expected to come back um but there's like more the poketch has some new functionality uh, poffins are sort of different. Amity Square, you can make poffins in them. You can you can bring more Pokemon with you. It's good. We're getting slow but sure. You know, quality of life changes, and and I'm great. I'm fine with that. I'm excited. It makes me, it just makes me even more excited for the games. So I I you know so going off of what I just said, I want to sort of uh, preface the discussion about Legends of Arceus real quick, so I don't go on a tangent for it for too long. Uh, the, 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 the comment about how the game looks better also applies to Legends Arceus, in my opinion. The game looks 
good. It looks better. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, people, again, they still have their gripes with the game. That's fine. That's understandable. I do, too. But at least from this trailer, things look like they might be getting better. Again, I don't know if it's if it's if I'm, you know, cherry picking or, you know, looking at it through through rose tinted glasses. But like, as far as I can tell, as sort of an outside viewer, it seems to be looking better as they show us the trailers. And that, I mean, you know, obviously that's, it goes without saying that that's a good thing and that it should, that, that I'm excited about it. Um, but like, oh, it, it makes me so excited to see the final game and uh, hoping that they're going to blow us out of the water with, you know, <laughs> with, with, with the visuals because that's like the biggest complaint that people are having. No complaint about gameplay, no complaint about concept. It's all visuals. So if they blow this game out of the water in terms of visuals on release, this is it's going to be such a well-received game. And and you know, I'm excited for that. Anyway, let's let's talk about some of the stuff that they actually added to the game. So there was, again, there was a new trailer for um Legends Arceus as well as you know, BDSP. And it showed us some new stuff. Nothing, again, nothing crazy, nothing groundbreaking, but like um, one new Pokemon, who I will talk about in just a second, and uh, a bunch of new characters, and like some just like random quality of life changes. Um, first of all, riding Pokemon, you, you, you play this little flute, which I will mention uh, makes the same sound as the intro from Diamond Pro Platinum. Very, very cute choice. Made, it gave me chills when I first heard it. You know, it's like the sound is so recognizable in me. I immediately was like, whoo, man, that's a that's a sound I haven't heard in a while. Um, but you, you play this flute and you can you can you can ride um, the new Pokemon, Basque Legion, the deer that I cannot for the life of me remember his name right now. Um, and while you're riding Pokemon, you can throw Pokeballs and catch Pokemon. So it's like, you know, not only are not a, you're not restricted to just rolling around on the ground throwing Pokeballs, but you can ride Pokemon. You can ride your Basque Legion through the water and just whip Pokeballs at Pokemon on the land and they can't do anything about it. The power that you have in this game is 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 unlike no other in a Pokemon game. You can ride around on your sick fish and just whip Pokeballs at Pokemon. It's so good. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. It like, oh, the movement in this game is going to be so good. Like, just throwing random Pokeballs at random Pokemon is never, never looked so fun. Something, something, something to mention. Actually, uh, I forgot about this until now. That it seems like you know. Obviously, this is this is very, again, like the opposite of nitpicky, where it's like I'm, I'm just I'm picking at very, very small details, but not in a bad way. Um, the trainers, the main trainers, at least you know your the main characters of the game. I forget their names. Uh, are voice acted. Uh, at least a little bit. It seems like they have... There's a motorcycle outside. Um, it seems like they have, like, grunts, you know? And, and like, oh my god, wow, characters with, with grunts. No, but, like, we've never had voice-acted Pokemon protagonists before, even if it's just sounds, you know? Like, akin to Link in Breath of the Wild. We're, we're, we actually have, like, 
like dynamic voices for these for these characters and i mean like what a game to do it for you know uh then than in in this game because like you know it's open world all, all that jazz so good good on them i'm very excited to hear what they'll do maybe we'll get full voice acting it's it's a pipe dream but we already have you know some grunts and you know like i heard i heard like both the male and the female trainer making grunts when they throw a pokeball when they like hop onto a pokemon when they um when they get hurt by like a bigger pokemon so it's good to know that we'll be getting some some actual voices from our protagonists and not just silent uh kids getting hit around by pokemon every day and speaking of getting hit around by Pokemon every day, sort of the last thing to mention about um, the, the the trailer for Legends Arceus. I mean, they weren't very long. They were like three minutes long each. So um, this is pretty much the rest of it. But ooh, um, they revealed some new characters. Uh, Mai Iskan, I think that's how you pronounce their names, Lian and Arezu. Um, and these characters are known as wardens, according according to the trailer. And the wardens look after noble Pokemon, which are like huge boss fights that you have to conquer over your journey. Um, and b- before we get into that, um, the wardens are bearing some resemblance to some other characters in other Pokemon games. Uh, Mai and Iskon don't really, uh, at least none that I could tell right away. They're just sort of cool, like, well-designed characters. But um, Leon is 100% an ancestor of Clay, the gym leader from Gen 5. And, that you know, that's interesting. They're sort of um, bringing in some other you know, character inspirations, some, some character backstories, maybe, you know, their, their, their ancestors are, are here. They're in history, you know, they're, um, <laughs> who knows what they're doing and, and, you know, how they got to the point where they are today. Why, why is Clay a gym leader of Unova if his, you know, um, if his, if his ancestor way in the past is like a, you know, a warden for this like crazy powerful Pokemon in, the past who knows maybe maybe we'll learn um and then arezu is obviously none of these are confirmed this is just speculation but it's very very probable with their design choices like leon has like a a belt on his hat that looks identical to clay's and like he also just looks like clay in general so you know pretty sure that one and arezu this you know the red cute red-haired girl is uh, very, very similar to Mars, the, the the Team Galactic admin. So obviously, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some connection there. We already have some some characters that look like, you know, Cyrus, and and you know, other 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 similar looking characters. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of explanations. Even even you know, even if there isn't any concrete explanations for them, we can sort of assume that it's just like you know. They just grew up and, and, you know, wherever their, their, their family tree took them is where the character they resemble ended up. And, and I like that. I like that they're giving context to a lot of these characters. And, you know, obviously the whole point of Legends Arceus is the, is the history of, of everything. History of, of, of the, you know, Sinnoh region, everything in the past. It's the whole point. But it's good that we're finally getting, 
we're get, finally getting it, you know, and and I like that we're getting more specific than just that. We're actually getting, you know, information about specific characters as opposed to just like the reason the region in general. All right, let's finish this episode off with talk about the new Pokemon. The 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 thing that we know right now that the wardens are protecting or watching over, I suppose. Um noble Pokemon is is what they're called and we know one of them right now um and including a an epic boss fight you know, trailer for it. Like, you know, trainer running around, throwing Pokeball, throwing like dirt or whatever at it. And like, you know, trying to get its health bar down, getting hit by it, grunting in pain, you know, very intense for a Pokemon game. I might add Cleaver, Cleaver, Cleaver. I have no idea how to pronounce this Pokemon's name. I assume it's just Cleaver, but it's spelt with an O. Um, and it is an evolution of Scyther. So a new evolution of Scyther um you know a la uh like maybe not galarian but like uh you know leveling up a pokemon in a new region makes it evolve into a new pokemon um and it looks awesome it's got these like huge axe hands and uh it's 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 really really cool such a cool pokemon look such a cool looking pokemon and i'm so excited to see what the noble pokemon are gonna be like i assume they're gonna be like gym leaders you know quote unquote boss fights the wardens are gonna be sort of like training them or like washing over them showing you the rope showing you what they are um and that's so cool (laughs) i'm so excited for that good like oh man like the best one they could have shown, I think, is Cleaver. Such a such a cool design. People are loving it. Such a cool concept. It just makes me so 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 excited for this game. And you know, every every single time I talk about this game, I just get so excited about it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna spare you the details, or we're gonna end it uh, right off right now. But um, yeah, I mean, great trailer. New new stuff. New Pokemon. New characters. Quality of life changes in BDSP. Things are looking up. We have so much new content coming our way and and uh, two new games coming out so soon but of course before we can end it off today we have to do everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every single episode the last possible number that i could have generated in my random gen- number generation. I like listen, I know that every number has an equal chance to appear, but the last possible number. And you know, it's a little bit I think maybe less a little anticlimactic because of um what the you know, the way that the moves are sort of listed on Bulbapedia. It's a shadow move. It's shadow half, which is a move that I've never heard of in all my time playing Pokémon XD. Um, it literally only noble, only known by four Pokemon, Arbok, Hitmonlee, Electabuzz, and Swellow, but it is, uh, it's a shadow move. It is the final, the last move in the list, pretty much, of, of the ones that I generate. (laughs) Um, all right, let's, let's check out this move. So, Shadow Half is one of several shadow moves available only in Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Like other shadow moves, it is forgotten and replaced with another move once the Pokemon is purified. So it is shadow type, obviously, uh, does not have a PP, does not have a power, and it has an accuracy of 100%. 
Um, Shadow halves. Shadow half halves the current HP of all Pokemon in battle, including the user, but not but cannot cause fainting. The user cannot take action on the next turn. So it's like Hyper Beam, but it cuts every single Pokemon's HP in half. <laughs> That's insane. That's such a weird move. There's like no other move in the game. It cuts everyone. And, you know, reminder that Pokemon XD is like pretty much solely uh, double battles. So it just cuts like every single Pokemon on the field's HP in half, which is which is crazy. Um, interesting. Such a... There's so many interesting shadow moves that like I never saw as a kid because I just like I either I didn't pay attention or like I just I never got to that point, you know, or I never really like saw them or paid attention. So interesting. Very, very cool. All right. Well, I think that is it for me for today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. You, of course, can follow the podcast on Twitter at Extreme Evocast if you're interested in knowing, you know, updates on when the episodes come out or, you know, if the episode might be uh, delayed or, or anything else, you can go ahead and follow there. Um, you can also follow me on my main at Lily Sion. Uh, I know I post my art. I post streams. I, I, uh, I post my YouTube videos, stuff like that. Everything I do other than this podcast, um, I post on my main. Um haven't really been haven't really had a lot of time to stream recently school's been keeping me quite busy um so you know nothing really interesting going on on my on my twitter account right now but you know if you want to support me there you go there it is um and with that i will see you in the next one bye